Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of America, the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is our homeland, uh, America, the U.S. of A. Thank each and every one of you for coming along with us daily as we build the bridge to conversation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, and uh, hey, it is an absolute uh, pleasure for me to come to you over the airwaves of Red State. Red State, the largest talk platform in uh, the nation. Most listened to talk as well. They are our flagship. And if you're traveling through Times Square, uh, which is empty right now, by the way. It's just scary uh, to even see pictures of that. How many times, how many times have you meandered? Have I meandered through that bustling place? But now to look at it, um, look at pictures of it, uh, it's, it's very eerie to see. Our webs, our um, billboard is right above the iconic. The Red State Talk billboard is right above the iconic yeah. Ripley's Believe It or Not. <laughs> yeah, and uh, every hour on the hour on that big billboard, a block from where they drop the big ball there in uh, New York City on New Year's night is you will see the uh, Red State Talk billboard in every hour. The C.L. Bryant show does um, pop up there and old C.L.'s face looking right back at you. Or you, yeah, you, if you're in Times Square, if you're looking out whatever window you might be looking out, um, in a few minutes there, I'm going to pop up. I'll be looking at you, but you won't be looking back, will you? Well, your boy, Bernie Sanders, many of you uh, who are Republicans in name only, conservatives uh, in name only, and really secretly rooting for the other team, your boy Bernie Sanders has suspended his campaign saying, hey, it's just not worth it. In fact, people were beginning to say, Bernie, who just a testament to how, um, you know, short our memories are. The one time front runner. And I do believe that the Democrat Party was getting ready to actually embrace him before Joe showed signs of life in South Carolina. South Carolina finished off Boiny Sanders. Boiny, Boiny, you won't be making it. I told every, told you all that uh, stick a fork in him. He was done uh, long ago. I did tell you as well to anticipate a draft movement of Mario Cuomo. I'm going to replay that for you. Not today. I'll, I'll, uh, Michelle, you need to pull that out. Jared, I uh, need to pull that out so that we can uh, replay that. Three weeks ago, a month ago, I was telling you that the person to look for uh, to derail uh, Joe Biden, 
and to be the uh, nominee, to be the nominee of the party will be Mario, I mean, not Mario, Andrew Cuomo. His, his father could have, I don't know, his father could have made waves. Uh, that's another conversation. So this is what you need to do. I mean, if you're forlorn, brokenhearted over Bernie getting out, and you may be a young person. You could be an old, older, socialist-leaning type of individual uh, who's really frightened uh, now that Bernie is out and Joe is, well, he's on his own until, until the draft of Cuomo comes about. Don't worry. Fear not. Cuomo will be the nominee for the Democrat Party. I mean, his FaceTime is incredible right now. The only person uh, who's running neck and neck with the president is Andrew Cuomo. Now, the only person who's running neck and neck as far as exposure is concerned is Andrew Cuomo. Yeah, uh, Joe who? You don't see him anymore. He's just not there. And uh, when he shows up again, unless, and I did have, I gave, I, I sent out a message to him. I, I said that one word, Joe, ginkgo. <laughs> I mean, you know, only the only thing that he has to do, Joe Biden, now that he's standing there by himself right now, Without the, although the, the rumblings have already started about Cuomo, they've already started. So Biden's hearing them. I mean, he's no idiot. I mean, well, I don't know about the people around him, but Joe, Joe's been in the game long enough. He's no idiot. Unless he is truly slipping and he's not all there. He's got to hear and feel the heat of Cuomo's voice, his presence on the back of his neck. He's got to feel it. So, yeah, you never Trumpers, uh, progressive Democrats um, who would sell your soul for anybody but Trump. Your boy, Bernie, is out. Now what are you going to do? Oh, coming up uh, in today's show a little bit later on, um, Congressman Mike Johnson, my brother um, from Louisiana, he is a dear, dear friend of mine. He's going to tell us about this, um, I think it's $2 million grant, $2 billion, $2 billion grant. Yeah, I mean, you know, a couple of million is no money anymore. It used to be, when I was growing up, money. Uh, no, it's $2.9 million. It's a $2.9 million grant uh, to support Louisiana COVID, uh, COVID virus response. Um, I guess in Louisiana, I guess it could go a pretty good ways, but, uh, I was going to tell you, we have to get back to work because I tweeted out earlier, follow me on Twitter at Rev C L Bryant at Rev R E V C L Bryant. I tweeted out just a little bit ago and sent it out on uh, other outlets too. Um, <clears throat> how much money, how wealthy are we? We're going to find out here pretty soon. How long can she sustain America, sustain her citizens with our, our tax dollars? When do we run out of our own money? 
if Joe could uh, coherently begin to talk about those things that Democrats like to talk about, they love talking about that kind of stuff. If he could coherently bring together a message, he could save himself. Because it's much easier for Nancy and, uh, and Chuck, uh, Chucky uh, to fall in line behind him than to have two upset camps not really wanting to fi- fall in line behind fall in line behind them if they were to go with Cuomo. It's much easier for Joe if he can. Now, I'm not sure Joe can get his act together. But it's much easier for, for Nancy and Chucky to um, fall in behind him than it is to, you know, calm and soothe and smooth uh, the hurt feelings, the ill feelings of people who feel they were slighted. And, uh, you know, as was said in what was that movie, I think it was uh, one with Jack Nicholson portraying um, Jimmy Hoffa. There's something he said very profound in that film that I have found that I've seen to be true. I've seen this to be true throughout my lifetime. A, a person will put up with your idiosyncrasies as long as they feel that they are not being slighted. But as was said in that movie, I think it's called Hoffa. The movie is called Hoffa. Nicholson delivered this line. He said, but if a, and I can't use the word, I could, uh, over, but they're no, they're terrestrial airways. But he, he said, and I, I wouldn't use it anyway, but it <laughs> scared some people. But anyway, he said, but if that same son of a gun feels as though you slighted him, he will hate you the rest of his life. And that is true. If people feel as though you have slighted them, they can find a way to hate you. Regardless of how much good you may do from thenceforth, from henceforth, <laughs> they will find fault with you. They will find a way to hate you. And so Nancy and Chuck, along with Joe Biden, now that um, Boini, Boini has dropped out. They have to be very careful not to send the slight impression to those Bernie and supporters. And if Cuomo comes into the scene, comes onto the scene, they better be very careful how they handle the Biden supporters as well. The race will become incredibly interesting when we pit the two New Yorkers together. But still, Trump will beat the snot <laughs> Oh, out of Andrew, Chris and Mario, if he was still around. Trump would still beat the snot out of all three of them. And so, my fellow Americans, uh, ask not at this point what um, 
your country can do for you. Oh, but we had better be asking in the immortal words of JFK what we, what we, what you can do for your country. If never um, before, after the times that those words were spoken, if ever before that those words now have meaning ringing in ways that will revive patriotism in our land unlike anything I can imagine. Isn't it strange how things work out? And of all the speeches I give, and most of you know, all of you know them, uh, that listen to me regularly, I crisscross this nation when we can travel, when I can travel once a month, almost every month, I'm somewhere speaking. And I don't think that uh, even that is and can be and has been as effective as this one thing that threatens our health security and our lives, a pandemic. And the question is coming up, and we're going to have um, various guests throughout the show here today. Uh, Wayne Dupree, I think he comes up at the bottom of the hour. Um, and then Mike Johnson uh, in the next hour, we're going to have him uh, with us. Um, Congressman Mike Johnson will be with us. And then uh, Scott Wheeler uh, will be with me as well. And if you don't know uh, Scott Wheeler, if you don't know um, who Scott Wheeler is, you want to stick around because um, he is a very interesting character investigative journalist, political and national security consultant. Um, he is founder, treasurer, and executive director of the National Republican Trust Political Action Committee. We'll be hearing from him when um, we uh, come back. I think it's after the, the top of the news. You don't want to miss it, though. I can tell you that much. You don't want to miss this. It's going to be incredibly deep uh, conversation, at least that's what I'm shooting for, hoping for. And uh, Friday, I think Friday, I think we're going to do that, Michelle, um, Jared. I think we're going to open up the lines and take some calls. Hadn't done that in a long, long time. <clears throat> and uh, pardon me. And so get your thoughts and minds together. Friday, Freaky Friday on the phone line. Uh, we take strange calls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we screen them, of course, but we're going to we're going to take calls. And many times, uh, I mean, talk about freaked out, freaked out, freaked out Friday. And we take some calls and hear from uh, those of you who may have a differing opinion. Of course, we hear from you, you who have the same, but uh, but just the same. We give we yield to the Freaky Friday uh, comments and you know you don't have to agree with me all of you know that I don't want you to necessarily agree with everything I say uh, the conversation comes in when we disagree <clears throat> really and uh, now sure we can nail down some talking points and all of that oh and by the way 
speaking about that, someone who I agree with most of the time. He and I are the same age. In fact, I must be a little bit older than him because I just had a, a birthday. But today is his birthday. My good friend, colleague, uh, Mike Woods, businessman extraordinaire, oil and gas uh, man uh, extraordinaire. Uh, hey, happy birthday to you, Mike. And we said it on the radio show a couple of weeks ago when you were on with me. Uh, let's vow to do 60 more. <laughs> oh, that's more like, uh, well, actually, we're, we're, we'll middle ways that. <laughs> but let's do 60 more, man. And uh, all the best to you and your family, Mike Woods. Happy birthday from CL and the CL Bryant Show. I um, know, friends, I know that there are things that um, we need to discuss and talk about here today. A lot of you are feeling the anxiety of uh, our situation. You need to know that you're not alone. Huh? No man's an island. No man stands alone in situations like this. Each man's joy uh, in this situation should be joy to you. And each person's grief should be your own. Why? The song says we need one another. Yeah. Yeah, we need one another. So with that attitude, we will defend each man in their own way, your brother. Each man is your friend. To some of you, uh, it may sound like the national anthem for socialism. It is not. It's the national anthem for decency in human behavior. And if ever there was a time, my friends, where uh, we need um, to examine decency in human behavior, it is now. That's why I had uh, such problems with uh, my ministerial friends who insisted, one of my dearest friends, um, you know, gets himself arrested there in Florida. And, uh, of course, I've spoken to him, and we agree to disagree on this. But my side of that story is human decency trumps at any point in time our certain dogmas and our personal um, uh, idiosyncrasies, peculiarities, as far as the way we believe. You know, the common sense of it. And that's what God has given to all of us. And I've been stressing this all week long. The gift that's most overlooked that God has given to humanity is common sense. Things that don't make sense and things that, that, that are against your common judgment of what is right. Don't do that. Gathering at times of virus. Common sense should tell you. Not smart. CL, I'll be back in just a minute. <laughs>
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. that You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. Yes, still, still, through it all, regardless of what, what it is that we are facing. Uh, friends, it's still a great day in the USA, and I say this to you often, and I'll continue to say it as long as the Lord gives me strength to say it. If we're going through something, I don't care what it is that I'm going through, uh, as an American-born citizen, I'm glad I'm going through it in America. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and, and as I have said to so many of you throughout the uh, time that we've been on radio, six years now, um, here coming up this summer will be six years that we have been doing this radio thing and coast to coast, border to border, and thank all of you who have been with us for the full journey. Um especially our friends, New York, D.C., all through the South. Uh, thank you so much. Even out on the West Coast, have a decent audience out on the West Coast and around the globe. You'd be surprised um, the type of correspondence I get uh, from around the globe, even in China and um, places like that. Yesterday's guest was um, uh, Mr. Gordon Chang, great columnist, was on with me. But Regardless of what's going on in the world, I'm glad that if I have to face uh, various challenges or what have you, I'm able to face them as an American. And if I have to make a stand against enemies of the nation, foreign, domestic, what have you, I need to make that stand in America. Yeah. I'm a nationalist. Oh, I know that's that word. It, it has it has um, come to scare the bejeez out of a lot of people. You know, it just scares. But I, it simply means that you love your nation over and above any other nation on the face of the planet. Now, I don't know about you, but that makes all the sense in the world to me. But. To give you an idea of what has happened to you, and Wayne Dupree is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. We're going to talk about um, some things that Wayne and I can cover that many people, they don't want to tread there, but we're going to tread there. But the, the thing that has happened to us is we have allowed the agenda of the word police and they come in all slants. They they exist in all parties, less less so in the Republican Party, but they exist in the Republican Party too, but definitely in the Democrat Party. The word police, the progressive mood and the mode that the nation is on, and the, the course that is set, 
right now lends itself to a climate that says certain things that have ever been uttered by white men who could be identified as racist, like the word nationalist. If that word has ever been identified with a white man in a racist environment or situation, then that word, according to the word police, must forever be looked at with negative connotations. Uh, who are these people? <laughs> Tell, who, who are these people? Who are they telling this to? And why are we buying it? The word police tell you that the word nationalist is a bad word. Well, friends, the only reason we are not all dropping dead, and we still may, of coronavirus is because we are nationalist. We had to close our border to those coming in from China, but somehow the word police, the word police would want us to believe that there are certain words that we had better not say or somehow we have broken some unspoken law that, and, and I don't know about you, did, did any of you sign on to this? I don't remember that meeting. I don't remember the meeting. I have on with me the news ninja, my son, my good friend and colleague, Wayne Dupree. I lovingly call him myself and only me, the news Negro, the news Negro, <laughs> Wayne Dupree. Welcome back, my good friend. Happy New Year. Hadn't talked to you uh, since last year. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for coming on. How are you, friend? What's up, Pat? What's going on? What's happening? What it be like, man? I'm glad to be back with you. I know it's been a long time, and I, I so, sorry about that. But you know what? You you are you doing it? I'm watching from from the rafters, and I'm watching everything that you're doing, and I'm loving it. Thank you so much, Wayne. God bless you and God keep you is my prayer. Wayne, there is article, there are articles that are out right now that indicate this virus is affecting black people in a larger degree. And many are taking this occasion to call the president racist over this. Wayne, are there some things that we absolutely take too far? Talk to us about it. You know what? There, there, there are. See, here's the thing. There, there are a lot of things that we take too far. Uh, but in the way of because I have a 94 year old mom too, wow. and I watch. I've been watching a whole lot on both sides. I've been pop. I've, look, I've been watching, and and I honestly, I've been watching. I've been watching more of the finance channel over the last 30 days than I've been watching regular news. So, you know, all the hysteria and stuff, I don't even play into it because I, because that's how they, 
that's how these news networks get paid. They get paid to 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 have those cliffhangers to keep you after a commercial and different things like that. However, when President Trump and Dr. Fauci was talking about the disparity, and I think they were talking about Chicago and New Orleans or um, Louisiana. I worry about that because I did a story a couple of days ago about what was ha- what was happening in New York, where the management knew what was happening about the COVID corona crisis. So you know they they're putting out stuff to wash their hands and do all that stuff, but they didn't put up posters in those uh, um, high rising uh, 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 places that uh, minorities stay. So minority, you know. When they are in those buildings, and you've probably been in those buildings. Oh, yeah, Wayne. Yes, I'm very familiar with them. And if you don't have the the right safeguards and you don't have things um, wiped down and stuff, that's a breeding place for any type of virus, let alone coronavirus. So, you, you know, you're right. You know, folks, uh, back way back in the day in my younger days of ministry, when I was a young preacher, Wayne, you made me think about it. Uh, back when mm-hmm. Cabrini Green was still... Uh, Cabrini Green, you know, a, a tenement, a housing tenement uh, there in Chicago. It was uh, amazing how close people were together. Yeah. And, yeah. And if they did have a virus, yeah, it would it would definitely sweep through there. Let me ask you this then, Wayne. Is there an evolution that is going on now in America that help you and I? Because you and I have been at this a long time. We've been out mm-hmm, on this, this mm-hmm. battlefield a while. Are we beginning to see the fruits of our labor? Talk to me. I hope so. (laughs) I hope so. Um, Believe me, ladies and gentlemen, Pop, uh, Reverend Shell Bryant, Pop, I call him Pop because I love him to death. He's been at it for a long time. And he's been sounding the horn and he's been raising the flag. He's been telling people, look, what what you've been told, what is – what it is and he's been putting the truth out there for so long so the seeds uh for pop's uh, message has brought in a lot of people and has changed a whole lot of of um of of uh people's directions on how they think about politics and news and different things like that however when it comes to President Trump, I'm worried about the GOP, Pop. You remember now, a few years ago, I was talking about President Trump, you know, and this is what I thought he could do. Now, now, uh, now I'm throwing something else at you. Okay. If the GOP, if the GOP don't get it right, they're gonna they're gonna be in trouble because President Trump was able to walk into the black neighborhood, into minority neighborhoods. You remember during the last campaign, he went into Detroit. He went, he, he, he walked those streets of Dr. Carson. You, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he talked to black voters and black voters, black Democratic voters came out and voted for President Trump. They didn't vote for the GOP. They voted for President Trump. Yeah. Now, if the GOP does not Watch what President Trump has been doing for the last three and a half years and the next four years. If they don't learn from that template, that blueprint, if they don't learn and 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 develop different ways of of bringing new, um, uh, uh, um bringing minority voters in, whether they be Asian, Black, uh, Latino, whatever, if they don't learn 
those voters are going to leave when President Trump leaves the White House. And if they leave, we're going to be in trouble. Wow. So, wow. Wow. So th- I mean, th- I mean, because what you see the GOP doing right now, and I'm glad they're making buku money. I'm, I mean, I'm glad they're making record number. They're throwing that out there, Pop. Hey, another record, Pop. We got $24 billion, <laughs> They weren't ready for it at all. Wayne Dupree, uh, the news ninja, is on with me. He's fabulous in print, and I'm glad to have him on with me here today. Wayne, uh, let me ask you then, uh, I guess uh, you've gotten the news that uh, the demise of Bernie Sanders has occurred at, p- politically, and uh, and so, but I think Bernie's going to be uh, be around uh, a long. I think Bernie's going to be around a long time. But let me ask you this. Yeah. Let, me, let me get your input on this. How much has he affected the progressive trend, the movement in the Demo- in the Progressive Party in the Democrat Party? Has that something? Has he brought something that's going to stick? A- will Ajax take off what Bernie Sanders has put on the Democrat Party? Talk to us. That is such a great question, and it goes right back to what I said before. If the GOP doesn't learn what President Trump is doing and how he's doing it, I ain't talking about the extra tweets and all that stuff. I'm talking about how he's doing things and fighting back. The next president that we will have will be a socialist from the Democratic side, might be younger, and and might be good looking. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, The person will be a Barack Obama, but way farther to the left. Yeah. And 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 um, have you ever heard of the Pied Piper or uh, oh yeah uh, uh, the uh, the the one leading the, the yeah. uh, people out of the town? You yeah. know, oh yeah. The thing? Yeah. That's exactly what they're going to get because Bernie Sanders these last two times has um, has set the stage and moved everybody, moved everybody. Well, not everybody, most of everybody. Yeah to the left yeah and the democrats they got lucky this time with with biden even though biden's gonna lose but they got lucky that they had somebody uh from the old days to be a little bit more moderate than bernie but in 2024 the next person coming watch out be a younger is going to be a younger bernie is going to appeal to the young people that person's going to be on mtv they're going to be on Young stations and all that, and, and podcasts and different things like that. They are learning, and that's why I said the GOP better get the handle on things. They better get it on. Wayne Dupree has been my guest, and Wayne, I want you to tell everybody how to get a hold of your newsfeed and how to speak with Wayne Dupree if they are so inclined. Well, thank you, uh, Wayne Dupree dot com. We're up to 5 million page views a month now. So, uh, WayneDupree.com. You can check out the stories or you can go to my Twitter and Facebook. Just type in Wayne Dupree show. If, if you, if you listen to podcasts on a regular day, just type in Wayne Dupree show and you pull up my, my podcast. You don't, it doesn't cost anything. 
just subscribe and let me know, hey, you know what? I heard you on your pop's uh, radio show, Reverend C.L. Bryant, and um, I like what you have to say. So just leave a message there. But whatever you do, ladies and gentlemen, please, please support uh, Reverend C.L. Bryant in everything that he does because you don't have a whole lot of people out here right now that's going to come out here and tell you the truth. Bless you, you, man. You have a whole lot of cheerleaders. They want to make you feel good. But you don't have a whole lot of people out here that's going to tell you the truth. And the truth is the only thing that's going to keep you. All that feeling good, you got to run back to the same people and 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 get those and get the message to make you feel even better. But the truth will keep you, and that's what Pop, that's what Reverend C. L. Bryant gives you. And I am so happy that um, I'm connected to him again. And um, thanks, Michelle. For, um, for um, allowing that to happen. Bless you, man. God bless and keep you. Continue to fight the good fight, Wayne Dupree. I know that you will because you are fighting the good fight. You be sure to check him out. Thank you, man. Talk to you soon. God right, bless man. and keep you. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. And that was Wayne Dupree. Uh, coming up here uh, in the show will be uh, my next guest, Scott Wheeler. And folks, you don't want to miss uh, Scott's um, interview. I think his is right after the um, the news break. So don't go anywhere. No, don't go anywhere uh, because we have to continue building the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation. Isn't it amazing to think that, um, okay, Bernie has dropped out, but the impression that he has left on the Democrat Party, uh, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, is <laughs> not going to take it off. Yeah, yeah, boy, I'm telling you, if you don't pay attention to what I'm saying, put something on your Ajax, ain't going to take off you. Daddy, that's my dad. <laughs> that's my dad. Yeah, you got your attention with that. That old World War II veteran. And, you know, I wish that generation could speak to us um, with force today. Because if they did return right now and saw many of the paths that we were taking, they would, I believe, think that we had lost our way and they would, I believe they would certainly believe we, we've lost our minds. I'll talk a little bit about that um, when we return with more of the C.L. Bryant Show. Don't you go anywhere coming to you live, coast to coast, border to border, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. Aren't you glad? Proud to be an American. I'll be right back. So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die for 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. that You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. Hey, you have to forgive me. Sometimes I'm going to miss uh, my my cues and timing and all that type thing because, hey, quite frankly, I'm here by myself. <laughs> I have no one. I have no one to count me in, count me out. Uh, none of that kind of thing. I never thought I could do it, but I'm doing it, <laughs> doing it. And um, I'm learning some stuff, too, and uh, that's always um, exciting to learn something new every day. But I tell you, when, when, I, when I do get a glitch, not being the most techno-savvy individual in the world, yeah, there I said it. It's true. I'm not one of the most techno-savvy individuals in the world. Um, and probably not on my block. <laughs> I'm the most techno-savvy person in this house because I'm the only one here. But uh, add anybody, and they're probably more um, adept to it than I am. But um, I miss my cues because I'm, I'm doing this alone, so bear with me. And thank you so much for coming along with us as we continue to build the bridge to conversation right here throughout our great nation on the C.L. Bryant Show. And again, I'm C.L. Bryant. Thank you uh, for being there. Um Bernie Sanders is out. Uh, you, you've heard that. We talked about that last um, segment after the news hour, after the top of the hour. Uh, Scott Wheeler will be my special guest. And um, so I want to talk to you. Since it's just you and I right now uh, here Friday, uh, get geared up. I believe I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to do that Friday is open up the phone lines. If I can do it, if I can uh, figure it out, I'm sure they can walk me through it. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I want to hold your hand. And um, there is my friends, um, this to consider. And I, I want you to think about it now, about how the procrastination how how procrastination how procrastination uh, can become uh, an enemy you you see there are certain things the the reason why idle minds idle time becomes um, the devil's workshop is because it introduces something and, and Americans listen to me we we have to understand something right now is that you you have to remain vigilant over your 
yourself. And you, the reason I'm, I'm really glad that I'm a man of faith is that I must have something. And I, I hope that all of you find what I found. His name is Jesus. Uh, but I, I hope that all of you um, uh, have something that keeps you centered, uh, grounded, rooted. Because America is a wealthy, wealthy nation. How wealthy is America? Um, trillions and trillions of dollars wealthy, seriously. Uh, it is astronomical. Oh, no, the four and five and the, the trillions of dollars um, that America brings in every year, although that's not happening now. It has made us incredibly, incredibly wealthy. But, friends, the question that we have to um, ask is one that uh, the president asked some time ago, or it's contained in a statement that the president uh, made uh, some time ago. He said that what ultimately unites a nation is success. That truer, truer words have not been spoken. And when we find ourselves in a situation like we find ourselves in right now, this does not look like, it does not feel like, certainly doesn't have the taste of success. And so you have a nation that, yes, truly was divided, but the reason I am hopeful for America after this, um, we have conquered this, after we have prevailed, is because what ultimately unites a nation is success over her enemies. That's what unites us. And if we as a nation can prevail, and we will, together over this enemy, common enemy, that we have. What ultimately unites a nation is success. And right now, at this very moment, even though we are making strides toward our success, it doesn't feel like it. I'm, I'm in my home and I am contemplating whether or not I should go to the grocery store. And friends... Y'all know, all of y'all know, I'm, I am no shrinking violet. I'm no timid man. Fear is something that I don't entertain. But I am contemplating whether or not I should go to the store because of an unseen enemy, a common enemy, that could attack me as well as anyone else that I know and love. So, we must have success over this because what is happening to our society and what can happen to our society if this goes on any longer, much longer, you will have procrastination, which is the thief of time. You'll have that setting in. This is my this is the way I this is the way I think. 
I share that with you on a daily basis when I'm here live. And I'm usually probably going to be here for a while because the only times that I was gone, of course, I have things, you know, to do for uh, the various um, organizations that I'm associated with. And many times, I, I especially now, I, don't, I can't travel there, so we have to get on conference calls, don't we? That's a new way of life, isn't it? But procrastination, in my estimation, in my philosophical um, log, in that log, one of my philosophy, uh, one of the philosophies that I have is that procrastination, propaganda, procrastination is the thief of time. Do it. If you can do it now, do it now. Let's get it done. Huh? There are some things that you take your time with and you wade through. But um, if there is something that you need to get done, I'm talking about in relationship to business and uh, family, what have you. There's no time like the present. No time. The propaganda that is going to be uh, kicked around is that the nation is wealthy. And one of the reasons why Jefferson, one of the reasons why Jefferson said these words, and one of the reasons why these words are still true, and I'm uh, alluding to them now. I'm going to talk about it with our next guest after the top of the hour, so be sure to stay around. Scott Wheeler. Jefferson said these words, and we're finding this... Um, Reality uh, happening or coming about as we look upon the American landscape. You see this becoming a reality. When the people learn that they can vote themselves benefits from the treasury, that will mark the end of the republic. And if there is a lesson to be learned by the least uh, of American American that's paying attention to current events. They're going to know one thing. That even through all of this, they were still able to eat, sleep, and their lives, except for uh, the caution of their mask and uh, that type of thing, went on basically the way it always went on. Americans find that even though nobody, very few, are going to, very few people are going to work, we can still eat. We can still subsist. The roof is still overhead. The landlord has stopped barking at you. Even your Bill collectors are laying off of you. 
And even though for this moment, for most of you, that may be a good thing, but ultimately, my friends, I don't think so if it goes on too long. It ro this will rob you, especially our young people who are just starting off in their careers, it will rob you of ambition to have anywhere in your mind that government is there to bail you out. It will rob you of your ambition. There will always be poor among you, no doubt about it. You have to be there to help. Always be there. But you can create a mindset that will create a class of people who look toward dependency first before looking for self-sufficiency, before looking to self-sufficiency first. Yeah. Ultimately, what unites us as a nation is success. DJT. Donald John Trump. Those are his words. The propaganda that's being put out by evil people is the attack on those who speak from a faith perspective or even dare speak the name of Jesus. There's a propaganda being put out now, even in, at this time, at this time, in that way. We'll talk about it. When I return with more of the C.L. Bryant show after the news break, you don't want to go anywhere. Scott Wheeler, investigative journalist, will be with me when I return so glad that you can come along with us as we build a bridge to conversation throughout our great nation. The greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known. I'm CL. Be back in a minute. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boy. Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. 
the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. Thank each and every one of you for coming along with us daily as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here in America. This is the C.L. Bryant Show, second hour. I am C.L., and if you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant Show, be sure to download free the C.L. Bryant Show app. Going to be at home here for a couple more days anyway. I think we're going to get through this. You might as well listen to something that will edify your minds. And the C.L. Bryant Show will do that for you. I want to thank um, each and every one of you uh, who help us build the bridge and uh, all of our listeners there in Times Square. If you're traveling through Times Square, uh, you're going to know one thing, and that is it's, it's absolutely empty. Yeah, it is. As far as Times Square goes, above the iconic Ripley's Believe It or Not, you will see the um, Red State Talk billboard. And every hour on the hour, and if you're just driving through there, look up now. The C.L. Bryant Show does pop up there on that big board. And old C.L.'s face looking right back at ya. Well, friends, um, when we think about President Obama and when um, three days before he was elected the first time, he said that there was a fundamental change that was about to take place in America. Friends, uh, I don't think he was kidding. And if you've been paying attention, you have seen some things fundamentally change in this nation. My next guest, Scott L. Wheeler is an investigative journalist, political and national security consultant. He is founder, treasurer, and executive director of the National Republic, Republican Trust Political Action Committee. Help me welcome him for the first time to C.L. Bryan Show. Scott, how are you? I'm well. How are you, C.L.? Doing really, really Good. Scott, you have, over the period of years that you have uh, been uh, displaying your work and your talent, you have warned and sounded the alarms against this very time that we live in currently. Talk to us about some of your work that has been a prelude in warning America what was coming. Talk to us. Well, back in the 90s, we were, uh, my team, investigative team uh, at American Investigator Television Magazine, were one of the first to uh, travel to China and investigate uh, the theft of U.S. high-tech weapons uh, from the United States by the, the, the communist Chinese. And uh, we also discovered a link between uh, what the, the the government of Chinese uh, government government I'm sorry government of China was doing and a link between them and the Democrat Party at that time. Scott, are you there, Michelle? I think you muted him. Liberation there you go. Army going to the White House and uh, uh, visiting with Clinton, and they were making illegal donations in uh, both 1992 and in 96 to the Clinton administration and the Democrat Party. And uh, while they were decontrolling uh, strategic weapons technology to China and also uh, uh, allowing, turning their, uh, you know, turning uh, their backs on Chinese theft 
of our technology as well. That's amazing. Uh, when we think about how deep we have been involved, deeply we have been involved with China. Yesterday, Gordon Chang was on with me, Scott, and Gordon uh, does not hold out any um, uh, reason or hope that we should trust the Chinese. Speak to us about, uh, is this president uh, lending too much uh, trust to uh, President Xi? Uh, give us your take on the relationship that uh, we are seeing between the president of the United States and the premier of China. Well, it is interesting. He, he, on the one hand, and I think some of this goes to his style in dealing with foreign leaders, he praises the leader themselves uh, to maintain a relationship with them. And then he attacks the behavior of the country. And in some ways, he tries to separate the leader themselves from the bad behavior of the country, as, as we've seen in, in, in his dealings with uh, uh, Xi. And I think it's part of his, partly his style. And at the same time, uh, he's, he's holding them up and saying he trusts them, he likes them as a person, but uh, the Chinese government or the, the, the nation of China is doing this, taking advantage of the United States or what have you. I think it's his way of sending a message without spoiling the relationship. Now, at some point, I think the president has been the hardest on China of any president in modern times. Uh, you'd have to go back probably back to Eisenhower to find somebody who's been who's dealt with them more harshly. But um, and so that has been encouraging. But uh, we do need to be very, very uh, suspicious of China and their activities. That, that is the Communist Party, the not the CCCP, not the Chinese people. The, right. the by and large, my, it was my experience. Most of them were very suspicious of the party, also, and uh, were were recognized that they were being oppressed by the Chinese Communist Party. I'm glad for that insight, uh, uh, Scott Wheeler, investigative journalist, is my guest and I want to ask you and before we, we go get into that question though Scott I want to ask you um, this uh, or at least uh, give you an opportunity to tell the audience this tell them how to get in touch with you how to bring uh, the type of knowledge that you are sharing here with us today to a church synagogue uh, place of gathering in their hometown wherever they might be um, GOPtrust.com. We have a lot of this information posted there in special reports. We have some videos, and we actually have some of the documentaries I produced back in the 90s on this subject there, trading with the enemy and things like that. So they go to GOPtrust.com. They can see uh, a lot of that information. Fantastic. I want you to stay with me through the break. We still have about uh, three, four minutes left in uh, this segment. Scott Wheeler is my special guest. Scott, investigative journalism, I used to love to watch it, used to love to participate in it as far as uh, helping gather information with uh, friends who uh, have done the same things. And even though Geraldo and I don't uh, agree politically on a lot of things, I have always admired, especially back in the day, uh, his uh, gonzo type of style. Is that something that is... Um, beginning to disappear as far as American journalism is concerned, especially when we look at how the progressive uh, news media 
is treating uh, the news these days. From your point of view, talk to us. Uh, it definitely has been disappearing for a number of years, and there's a lot of reasons. Some of it is uh, liability. When you when you're doing when you're reporting the the regular news, you know there was a car accident at Fifth and and Park at five o'clock today. Uh, or when you're reporting on a court case, it's all a matter of public record, and so you, you have very limited liability as a as a uh, journalist or as a network or a newspaper or something. But when you go when you're investigating, uh, uh, you know, Russian organized crime, uh, you, you have exposure in that way because if you say the wrong thing or make an accusation. Uh, you could be you can be sued, and it could cost you a million dollars just to prove you were right in, in a court. And uh, a lot of the bad guys, the wealthy mobsters, not just Russia but China and elsewhere, a lot of the corrupt people have a lot of money, and they've discovered they could shut down these investigations with threats of lawsuits and with lawsuits because you come to court and you can be right and you can win and prevail in court. But if it costs you a million dollars to do that, then you you can't. Most publications can't really afford to do it. And, uh, when I was at the Washington Times uh, Insight Magazine uh, years ago, that was explained to me very clearly, um, and uh, they were very cautious about some investigations I had done and uh, uh, articles that I had written and reported. Uh, because in one case it involved a bunch of lawyers themselves and so they came to our editorial office and said uh, are you prepared to defend this well i knew i was right i had i had the data and i but i had really had to push the the paper to publish it and uh, you know it's and it's not out of malice on the part of the paper in that case it was simply you know yeah. if we have to go to court we you know it's kind of when we, Scott, when we, we think about uh, how that game is played and when we look at um, how the president is being treated, even in the midst of success up until uh, this coronavirus struck, the president was riding an incredible wave of success. And I do believe we'll ride that wave again. There was, in my estimation, a very unfair, uneven handed uh, treatment of this American president. After we come back from this break, Scott, I want to talk to you about uh, the end game, why uh, they, the progressive media ha have in place this type of agenda to undermine the commander-in-chief of the United States, their nation. I want to get your take on the end game. What's, what's behind that? Why uh, will they and why are they pursuing this path? of uh, entreating the president the way they are. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. I'm on with Scott Wheeler, investigative journalist, and he is the founder and executive director of National Republican Ch uh, Political Action Committee. Yes, National Republican Trust Political Action Committee. And we're going to return with him and we are going to investigate why the president can't seem to get an even break when it comes to news reporting in America, our nation, where he is president of the United States. I'll be back. Don't go anywhere from sea to shining sea. I'm CL.
Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. Chevy Land on Uri Drive in Shreveport is proud to showcase the technological advances and innovations now available on every new Chevrolet car and truck. Behind the wheel of a new Chevrolet is to know where you are, where you're going, how long it'll take to get there. Chevy Land, your full-service Chevrolet dealership for more than 50 years. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Yoakum Toyota believes in the American way of life, the American free enterprise system, and the exceptionalism of our people who have made America the greatest nation in all of world history. Yoakum Toyota believes that now is the time for all who believe in the American dream to reclaim the values of freedom, personal initiative, and unencumbered economic opportunity. Yoakum Toyota, on Burt Coons in Shreveport. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. So glad that we can build together this bridge to conversation, a bridge that is absolutely necessary if we are ever going to heal the chasm that has, uh, uh, well, come into existence between ourselves over the last um, um, 16 years. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been progressive. My special guest, Scott Wheeler, on with me today, investigative journalist, and he's going to tell us all about um, uh, that as well as the committee that he does, in fact, direct. Scott, when we left, we were talking about the question that I want uh, to pose to you is the uh, agenda is about the agenda of the um, progressive Marxist news media that we see here today. Why are they taking this type of journey when it comes to this president of the United States, Scott? Wheeler. Well, you, you used a, a really good term. Uh, CL when you refer to them as the progressive Marxist media because most people on on our side, most conservatives uh, mistakenly label them the liberal media and they're not liberal. There are many good liberals that you can have an argument with and a debate with and they're also rooting for the country but the progressives and in this case I I call them the Democrat party apparatchik media because they're party apparatchiks. They're not they're not owed to a particular ideology. They do whatever the Democrat Party needs. And the, one of the great reference points for this was in 1992 when the Democrats and the media were, were very concerned about human rights in China. 
and they kind of mocked H.W. Bush for being soft on China in the 92 election. Well, immediately after Bill Clinton was election, uh, elected in 92 and took office in 93, he, he uh, started empowering the communist Chinese leaders of China to oppress their own people. So human rights in China became a non-issue. That actually drove some liberal reporters to our side. One of them was uh, Ken Timmerman, who had, who had been a liberal. He was anti-Bush, and uh, but he was in favor of human rights in China. And uh, when he saw what the Clinton administration was doing, and he was told by his editor at Time Magazine, uh, uh, "We're not going to, we're not going to cover that." He said, "What, what in the world is wrong with that?" Uh, you know, why are we not covering it? And he and I had talked at the time, and I said, yeah, you're starting to get the picture, aren't you? It's, it's not about any issue. It's about uh, a political agenda and uh, uh, protecting the Democrat Party. And so he, uh, others uh, defected as well after that. It was a clear, pretty clear example of how the press was being political and not being uh, true to even their own standards. Some of but, your most uh, the, way, um, the way they've treated President Trump has been even worse than than they've treated most Republicans. And uh, it, the reason is is because he cannot be controlled, and he can't cannot be owned uh, by anyone. He's independent, and it, and it takes an independent perspective. And he is upsetting their their uh, that their. Uh, um, basically they're the way they've been doing business for a long time both inside the government and outside and that's you know he's got a lot of uh forces that that are paying a price for that and they're trying to work against him scott let me ask you this um uh, uh, most of a lot of your prolific most prolific writing was during and about the obama administration when we talk about uh the press um give us how stark the difference between the Obama, the, the, the way the press handled President Obama and the way this president immediately preceding him uh, or, or preceding him, um, they treat him from your perspective. Give us layman's uh, just how different it is from your perspective. Well, uh, I wrote a piece in 2016, October of 2016, in Forbes magazine about the uh, about how the Obama administration. It was right on the at the beginning when the the Democrats and the media were accusing Trump of having an unsavory relationship with Vladimir Putin and Russia, and uh, it was just at the front of that. And so I wrote wrote a piece for Forbes pointing out that Obama had done everything that Putin had wanted, and Clinton, too, uh, and were, were basically uh, gave so much to Russia. Uh, in, and a lot of people have forgotten about this, but we captured, the FBI ran a multi-year investigation and captured a, a secret Russian uh, espionage ring and uh, arrested 10 Russian sleepers in the United States and before they could even interrogate them to find out who they knew and what they were doing, Obama sent them back to Russia. And Hillary Clinton called it a great victory for diplomacy. And in addition to that, uh, they pulled Clinton and Obama pulled uh, um, missile sites out of our allies, the Czech Republic and Poland, because Russia wanted them gone. They forced the uh, the um, uh, New START treaty on a lame duck Senate 
uh, to get it through in the same language that Russia insisted. And they didn't want any changes made to it. They pushed it through in a lame duck session of the Senate. This was just a handful of the uh, unbelievable um, uh, capitulation Obama and Clinton had done for Putin and Russia. And then in 2012 was the uh, Pais de Resistance, where uh, Obama's caught on a hot mic telling uh, the premier uh, Medvedev, tell Vlad he'll be more flexible after the election. Absolutely. If the press was really concerned about Russian interference, because Brennan and Clapper both admitted under oath that Russia interfered in the 2012 election. So if they were really concerned about Russian interference in an election, why were they not out of their gourds over that one? <laughs> they I certainly mean, were not. They certainly were not. Scott uh, Wheeler has been my special guest. Scott, final question for you. Got about uh, two, two and a half minutes left. Okay, your life and uh, has obviously been incredibly interesting. The adventures uh, galore. I'd love to sit and talk with you for hours and just uh, explore uh, the things that you've done and seen. But when you hang up the spurs, sitting on the porch, uh, looking into the sunset, rocking there on the porch with somebody I hope you like, um, what legacy, what, what do you want us to say about uh, your work? What are you leaving behind? Give us a, got about a minute and a half. Talk to us. Well, it's a, it's a tough question. I haven't really thought that much about it. Uh, but I, I would hope that uh, um, some of the things that we reported uh, have made a difference and, and changed things for the better. And maybe if it uh, if we helped elect President Trump, um, you know, it would have been uh, uh, it, that would have would have been something uh, astounding and, uh, and a great accomplishment if he is able successful and able to reestablish the United States and the world and uh, and stop the uh, uh, some of the. the serious problems we've had with with uh, Middle Eastern terrorism and uh, with Russian aggression and uh, the and the biggest threat of all I think is the is the uh, Chinese the communist Chinese uh, because they are gaining power and resources and, and economy and uh, they are uh, infiltrating uh, European countries they're trying to reestablish their control over the Silk Route and uh, it, it's a it's a very dangerous thing and I hope if if uh, my work has um, mattered in that case uh, and left a legacy for that, then uh, I would certainly be happy about that. Uh, but uh, also would like to be known as the guy, a father of, of eight children who all became uh, great citizens and uh, uh, helped change the world for the better. Well, God bless you and keep you and uh, cause his face to smile upon you. And I pray that uh, gives you peace even now in these times that all of us are experiencing. Scott Wheeler, continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will because you are fighting good fight. Thank you so much for being on with us. Hey, Michelle, let's uh, have him on uh, regularly. Thank you, Scott, for being with me. Great pleasure to be with you. And thank you so much for your kind words. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. Um, we'll be back in just uh, a few minutes with more of the show, I uh, like to have on um, investigative journalist Glenn um, used to do a lot of investigations. Um, Glenn back, Glenn's been on the show well, way back when we hadn't been on a while, a long time. Hannity hadn't been on a while. Michelle, we got to get him on. Um, I'm sure they're doing the same thing that that I'm doing is 
hanging around the house. They do their shows and stuff from the house. Uh, and so uh, they, there's no excuse <laughs> not to have both of them back on the show here um, real soon. And let's chart out an hour. Let's give them on whichever one. In fact, we might have them on back-to-back one day. Let's have Hannity on one hour, and let's have back on the next hour, and uh, let's just go for it and uh, just give the, the audience an incredible explosion of blockbuster show uh, that day, Hannity and Beck, back-to-back. Let's do it. Let's get it done. Um, Michelle, uh, um, Michelle had um, introduced me to this, this gentleman, uh, Scott Wheeler, and I'm really glad that uh, to make his acquaintance. Uh, there's a lot of things as we head into this election cycle that you're going to have to pay attention to because the twists and the turns um, of news, the twisting of news pertinent to your decisions um, is going to be on display here um, big time in 2020. So be vigilant, pay attention. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. We'll be back um, expecting to be joined by Congressman Mike Johnson here after the break. We're going to be joined by Congressman uh, Mike Johnson, my good friend from the 4th District. Uh, there, my brother uh, from the 4th District of Louisiana. When we come back uh, after these brief words, uh, we'll be joined by Congressman Mike Johnson. You're listening to the C.L. Bryant Show, coast to coast, border to border. Don't you go anywhere. Chevy Land on Uri Drive in Shreveport is proud to showcase the technological advances and innovations now available on every new Chevrolet car and truck. Behind the wheel of a new Chevrolet is to know where you are, where you're going, how long it'll take to get there. Chevy Land, your full-service Chevrolet dealership for more than 50 years. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Yoakum Toyota believes in the American way of life, the American free enterprise system, and the exceptionalism of our people who have made America the greatest nation in all of world history. Yoakum Toyota believes that now is the time for all who believe in the American dream to reclaim the values of freedom, personal initiative, and unencumbered economic opportunity. Yoakum Toyota, on Burt Coons in Shreveport. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. 
ACL back with you on this great day in the USA. So glad that you could come along with us as we build a bridge to conversation right here on the CL Bryant Show every day from 12.05 until 2 p.m. in the East Daily. Download free the CL Bryant Show. If you don't get both hours of the CL Bryant Show, be sure to download free the free app coast to coast border to border if you're traveling through times square which is absolutely a ghost town right now look up above iconic ripley's believe it or not the red state talk billboard is still operating and every hour 24 hours a day the cl bryant show does pop up there looking down on a vacant times square at this point in time an old cl's face looking right at you but there's nobody looking back right now On with me is someone who is right in the mix, has always been in the thick of things that are important to our existence as a republic, and his voice has been incredibly important over the years for us who are people of faith, who are called by the name of Jesus Christ, Christians. And he is my dear friend, my brother, uh, the uh, elected United States representative from District 4, my home state, the great state of Louisiana. Help me welcome back to uh, the show, Mike Johnson. How are you, brother? Hey, my brother. I'm doing well under the circumstances, and it sure is good to hear your voice. Yours as well, Mike. And I see that uh, there's a grant. Uh, looks like about $2.5 million in grant money uh, that uh, is being uh uh, given out there or about to be dispersed there in Louisiana for COVID. Tell us about it. Yeah, that's right. Just one of the latest developments. Uh, the CDC uh, is is allocating the money that Congress has set aside. Uh, and, and some of these uh, grants are, are very targeted. This one is. It's to help uh, our healthcare workers, those who are on the front lines of this, this crisis. And as you know, and I know, they need our prayers and encouragement. And they need our resources as well. And so this is funding that will go directly to our state here. Each state will get a little piece of this, but it will help with medical supplies and uh, testing and, and uh, all the things that our, our healthcare workers need, some of the personnel expenses there uh, that will help them do this impossible job that they have now to, to confront and defeat this virus. And it, it, I say impossible, it's a challenge, but it's not something that we won't and can't overcome. We will, but it's going to be these folks that do it. So this is a big help. This is added to the amount of money that Louisiana's already gotten. So we're at $10.7 million now just targeted to those uses in addition to all the other things that are coming. Mike. So I'll say this. Under the Trump uh, administration, under his leadership, um, Vice President Pence, whom I was on the phone with just about an hour ago, um, and Secretary uh, of the Treasury Mnuchin, everybody, all hands on deck, they've just done a really phenomenal job. This is an unprecedented crisis. I absolutely the other day we're in a war against an unseen and unforeseen enemy and I think they've really risen to that challenge absolutely Mike I absolutely agree with you there and I certainly uh, would uh, trust that the press would continue or would start to give this team uh, the credit that they deserve as far as the way they have handled this and we applaud all of you there in government certainly those on the front line uh, who are doing your jobs and uh, doing protecting the citizens of this country from foreign, domestic, and unseen at this point. Enemies, Mike Johnson, uh, United States Representative from District 4, great state of Louisiana, is my guest. Mike, 
uh, both you and I are fiscal conservatives, and we're seeing a lot of money uh, being spent. Um, I want you to, to, to share with us from your point of view. Uh, give America, and, and we're coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and even around the globe, give America right now an idea of how wealthy our nation is, but also give them an idea of why we need to get back to work as soon as possible. Well, great, great point, CL. And as you know, I chair the Republican Study Committee, which is the largest caucus of conservatives in the Congress. We have 149 members of Congress, and these are the, the fiscal conservatives, the, the fiscal hawks, the people that, that, that watch the budget very carefully, that, that advocate for fiscal responsibility, and, and, and that's a, a big component of one of our core principles that, that the country was founded upon, of course, is, is this idea that the government needs to be limited in its scope and only do the essential jobs that uh, at the federal level that it, that it, is, uh, it is designed to do. Um, right now, we find ourselves in this unprecedented challenge. We are the great, as your bumper said before we came in, this is the greatest nation in the history of the world. It is. And uh, there's a reason for that. It's because we've adhered to our core principles and we've supported our free market economy and, and, and maintained liberty and all these essential things that make us Americans. And, and all of that is being tested right now like never before. Um, we, we can overcome this, but we certainly do have to get the economy reopened, so to speak. You heard the president say a few days ago at one of his uh, press briefings that we're just not set up for this. America's just not made to be shut down like this because we have such a free and open economy and society. And, and that is an ongoing challenge and an ongoing concern for all decision makers in Washington and, and everywhere at the state and local levels is how do you balance the protection of public health with the need to get people back to work. And it's uh, it, it's the top priority for us right now to sort that through, to balance it appropriately, and get this economy up and running again as quickly as possible. The purpose behind the the, the, uh, the paid tech protection program that is so popular right now, the reason Congress allocated so much money to that, is because we want to keep employees attached to their employer. We, we don't want small businesses to just fire everyone out of necessity uh, and and and, uh, and then on the other side of this, not have anywhere for people to just go immediately back to work. So the whole idea of that is to keep that attachment between employer and employees, and uh, hopefully this this uh, program of Congress will allow us to do that, bridge this gap, and get this economy up and running quickly again. Mike, this is the last question that I have for you here today, man. I want to thank you so much for uh, being on here with me. Um, you are a um, scholar. And I try to follow close behind you on on those scholarly things. And I listen so close to you because I know you're a scholar. And you are also a teacher. And I do my best to teach as well. uh, But I love to hear you teach on constitutional issues as well, folks. And uh, you uh, keep this name that you're hearing today, Mike Johnson, uh, on your uh, front, the front of the list, as far as uh, men to watch in Washington, D.C. Mike is this a teachable moment for America, this ordeal that uh, we're going through? I totally agree with you. God will see us through it. I have no doubt about it. We've gone through and been through worse. We'll make it through this. But uh, is this a teachable moment for us to understand something about the way the economy works? And uh, the government doesn't have any money. The, the, the people supply the government with that. Talk to us just for a moment. We've got about two, three minutes, Mike. Go ahead. Yeah, sure. Boy, I wish I had two hours to delve into that, but you're right. I mean, the, the, the basic principle is that the government doesn't have any of its own resources. We have to remember that 
before Uncle Sam can put a dollar in, a, in, in someone's pocket, it's, he's got to take it out of someone else's. And so all of these are very delicate uh, decisions, a very important balance that we have to maintain. The only reason the government, it, it, that many of us are supporting this, uh, these extraordinary actions right now, this government spending, is because the government created this crisis. The pandemic did, of course. But the government took the unprecedented action because it had to to shut down the economy. So the, the correlation of that is that the government has responsibility to, to, to help everyone through that. Everyone's suffering due to no fault of their own, and this is the role of the federal government. That said, it's a limited role. We can't do this in perpetuity, and we have to we have to maintain the balance of fiscal responsibility. These are our core principles. And speaking of teachable moments, we have to remember that on the on the other side of this pandemic, remember same core principles that have guided the country since its founding are what are going to guide us through it. And those are the ideas of individual liberty and limited government, the rule of law, and the idea of peace through strength, fiscal responsibility, free markets, and the idea of human dignity. Those are the things we stand for. That's what's made America great. And that's what's going to keep us great on the other side of coronavirus and whatever else we face in, in the days and years ahead. Amen, amen, amen. Mike Johnson, 4th uh, District of the great state of Louisiana, United States, House of Representatives, thank you so much for being on with me. Continue to fight the good fight. Uh, tell Kelly and the kids I said hello, hug them for me, and God bless you and God keep you is my prayer for you. Thank you so much. Hey, Mike, got to have you on more regularly, especially as we plow through uh, our way on this coronavirus. Talk to you soon, man. I look forward to it. Thanks, CL. Keep it up. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. That was my good friend, Mike Johnson. And uh, Mike uh, is fighting the good fight there in Washington, D.C. And I um, always, always, always uh, good to get his point of view. Uh, Michelle, let's have him back pretty soon so that he can further expound up on... Um, you know the um, the money that you help us uh, as Americans, regular Joes uh, and, and Sally and Joe. Uh, you know, understand how this money thing works. Okay, so we can so we can help us understand the, the government doesn't have money. They don't have any. They don't. They don't. They don't. Have, they don't have any money. Okay. It's all your money. And the question is, how long can this nation sustain herself? As rich as we are. Oh, we're, we're wealthy now. We're very, very wealthy. We can, we can go for a while. We can, when the, the truth be told, we can go for a while in sustaining ourselves. It will create some, some, some difficulties or some things you got to cut into. Well, we can go for a while. We're very wealthy. But it will hurt us. How long can we sustain this? When can America start working and paying the bills again? Yeah. The old adage, not the old adage, but the, 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 the uh, immutable word of God says to all of us, uh, any those of us among us who does not work, you shouldn't eat. Well, I mean, I, I want to clarify what I'm saying. You can't work. You can't eat, can you? That's the point. <laughs> That's the point. I'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
Chevy Land on Uri Drive in Shreveport is proud to showcase the technological advances and innovations now available on every new Chevrolet car and truck. Behind the wheel of a new Chevrolet is to know where you are, where you're going, how long it'll take to get there. Chevy Land, your full-service Chevrolet dealership for more than 50 years. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. that You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Yoakum Toyota believes in the American way of life, the American free enterprise system, and the exceptionalism of our people who have made America the greatest nation in all of world history. Yoakum Toyota believes that now is the time for all who believe in the American dream to reclaim the values of freedom, personal initiative, and unencumbered economic opportunity. Yoakum Toyota, on Burt Coons in Shreveport. CL. <laughs> I'm sorry, CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. Um, <laughs> I don't have anybody counting me, counting me in or bringing me out or anything. It's all on a little old me. That's okay. That's okay. I think I, uh, what, about 10, 15 seconds. And... I'm always told don't, don't ever let them know that there's something that was out of whack. They don't. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they don't. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, listen, folks. There's some layers uh, that are being peeled back. Um, final up, final um, moments here of the CL Brian Show home stretch of the show. There's some layers that are being peeled back that um, are revealing not exposing it but allowing us to see a little bit deeper into the core of who we are it does seem Americans it does seem um, that um, we want to do the right thing and evidently from reports that are out now there is uh, a favorable bend in the the curve um, here lately these last couple of days there's a very favorable bend in the curve in our um, fight against this and so we will win but what will we learn? We will win, but what will we learn from something that very easily could have defeated us except for the, the grace of God? Huh? So what are we, have we learned from this? Are we any better? Will we come out of this situation any better than we were when we went into it? Will we come out any better? I'm not too sure. 
because our memories are so short. Ah, I can't um, ever um, dismiss or forget the type of soaring pride, patriotism, love of fellow citizen than I had on the day of 9-11 and the week preceding or post right after that, preceding that, following that. I can't, I can't even, I don't know if I'll ever capture the pride and the American spirit more in my lifetime than I did on that particular time when our soil was was attacked. Friends, you have to think of this as that because at this present time, the numbers in America, the numbers in America, in New York City, the numbers in New York City have exceeded the number of people that were killed in those twin towers on 9-11. More, coronavirus has killed more people in New York City than the terrorist attack of 9-11. There's an enemy on our soil and we must, we must prevail over this enemy that's on our soil. And I certainly hope that we can um, be um, better people. I hope we can be inclined to be better people because of this and through all of this. I hope we can. Put that on your, your list of, of things you, you want and things you, you uh, need to do. Maybe there's, that should be a hashtag. Go ahead. Hashtag that out. Hashtag, I'm going to be a better person or whatever. <laughs> you started making these resolutions during the corona. Yes, that was. I, you can't hold me to that. I was under duress during the coronavirus um, run out. Yeah. You can't do that. But, folks, I hope we do learn this. And Margaret Thatcher was right about it. No question about this. Margaret Thatcher was right about it uh, when she said that there, there, there comes a time, speaking of national spending, when you run out of other people's money. And that's why I tweeted out a little bit earlier uh, how wealthy is America. You know, and um, how long can she sustain her citizens with our tax dollars? How long will it be before we run out of our own money? Because there comes a point in time if there is no one bringing substance to the table, you may be looking at a full table to start, but eventually if no one is replenishing the goods on the table 
you run out of goods on the table. Are you hearing me? Eventually, you run out of other people's money if you are not contributing or bringing something to the table yourself. Eventually, we run out of other people's money. So, we have to pull ourselves, we have to get out of this. We have to trust God to, to see us out of this. The wealth of America, uh, our sustainability, America is an incredibly wealthy nation. You should be absolutely, um, if, you're a, if you're a citizen of this country, and I don't care what state of, uh, that you're in, I'm talking about of living condition that you are in. I do, it does not matter. And you need to tell your children this. You need to tell your friends this. You should believe this. I don't care what I have visited uh, some um, nasty places right here in this hemisphere and I visit some very bad places in the Middle East. Let me tell you something. Um, and I've had friends who have traveled who were missionaries to other parts of the uh, of the globe of the world close and extremely remote places and friends if, if you are an american and you are experiencing this here in america uh you should thank god that you are experiencing it here and not somewhere else not even canada and certainly not even mexico or south america you just be glad that you are here. And you say, well, well we're surpassed everybody uh, as far as, but it's because of our size. We're much, much larger than Italy. And of course, we, tell you the truth, um, the Chinese, we don't know how big this <laughs> is in China. We don't know. Although uh, they would, Gladly let us wear the mantle of most affected nation. They'll gladly let us wear that mantle. And of course, we can bear it. We're, our shoulders are, are strong and wide and enough to bear that. We can do that. But as the president said, we should be tired of being treated like chumps by the Chinese, and I mean in all weathers, regardless of what it is. In times like these, friends, I encourage you to hear the words of Jesus Christ. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man should open that door, I will come in and I will sit down and I will have meal with him. I will sup with him and he can sup with me. I want to thank God for um, the breath of life and I want to thank him for um, this opportunity that I have to share with you on a daily basis. Americans, uh, follow me on Twitter at Rev, R-E-V-R-E-V-C-L Bryant. Follow me on Twitter at Rev C L Bryant. And um, understand that we do live in a great land and it's up to us to keep it that way. No nation is greater than the people who inhabit it. No nation can be greater than the people who inhabit it. We are the greatest nation on the face of the planet. 
which gives us great insight into type, the type of people who live here in this nation. Again, I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day, and I want to thank him for our men and our women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you live again, my heartfelt desire for all of you is that God will bless and keep you all. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. that You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Chevy Land on Uri Drive in Shreveport is proud to showcase the technological advances and innovations now available on every new Chevrolet car and truck. Behind the wheel of a new Chevrolet is to know where you are, where you're going, how long it'll take to get there. Chevy Land, your full-service Chevrolet dealership for more than 50 years. 